Spotlight. I'm your host, Michelle Prince, founder and CEO of Performance Publishing Group, making a difference one story at a time. We'll be shining the light on successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders that are getting results and making a difference. We'll talk about how they built their businesses, are creating movements, and leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. This is Michelle Prince, host of the Power of Authority Spotlight, where we connect with successful founders, entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders about how they built their businesses, how they're creating movements, and they're leveraging the power of authority in their own lives. We've had so many amazing guests uh, so far. We've had people like Tom Ziegler, uh, Ian Garlic, Dean Hallett was a great show, Dr. Nathaniel Hearn, Howard Partridge, and so many more. But today I'm really excited because I have Dr. Jeremy Weiss here of Rise 25, who has done thousands, literally thousands of interviews with successful entrepreneurs and CEOs. And we flipped the script a little bit today, and he's actually going to be interviewing me. So this should be fun. Michelle, I'm excited because uh, you are the queen of authority. I've listened to your book. It's amazing. So I encourage anyone to check out your book and then what you're working on. And we're going to dig into a topic of authority, um, and also about 15 executive women. Okay. But before we dig into that, this episode is brought to you by performance publishing group and at performance publishing group, they provide top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon to be authors. Basically, you know, if you don't want to do all the work because you know, people are like, Michelle it's going to take too much time. How am I going to do this? Just click the easy button. And that's what Performance Publisher Group does. So it's led by Michelle Prince. She's in, been in the trenches, best-selling author, um, and has helped hundreds and hundreds of people realize their dream of becoming an author. And um, as a partner publisher, they can offer you more than just expert guidance because they want to make sure you get the book of your dreams and reap the rewards. And how does that make sense for you in your business? So if you want to learn more, you go to performancepublishinggroup.com and check out more episodes of the podcast where they have some amazing authors and business leaders too. So let's talk about, you did a collaborative project with 15 executive women. Um, what was the project? So it was called the Lady Leaders Book Club, and it was 15 women coming together to share their stories to really inspire other women and, and how women helping women can really make a big impact in the world. So when they came to you, um, what did they want? What were they looking for? Well, it's interesting. They weren't looking to write a book. <laughs> I can assure you that. I was introduced to Leslie Vickery, who is an amazing business owner, CEO, and she has a podcast. And we have a mutual friend, Jeff Bowling, who is CEO of Curative Talent. And he introduced us because he thought we would just kind of sink and gel. And, and before I knew it, we were talking about authority and we were talking about that she has a book club with 15 other women, all are incredibly successful, high level, either CEOs or executives within the staffing industry. And she invited me to come to their book club and talk about my book, The Power of Authority. It wasn't like, this is a good, a key point, Michelle. Some people don't know what they want. They don't come in like, I want to do a book. They're looking for the result, right? And so the result, what are the results they're looking for? They're looking for authority. What are the other things they're looking for that you're like, you know, you kind of have to connect the dots and go, hey, a book can meet all of those, check all those boxes. 
Right. So all of these ladies with their businesses, the, the intent of this book club even was to support each other and help each other grow their businesses. And it was actually from being in that uh, session with them and hearing about their stories and what they're doing and how they, they got from where they are to you know where they came from. I said to them, look, you all have incredible stories. You need to leverage them. And, and again, nobody thought of it as a book, but the more I, I, I kind of planted the seeds and we had some discussions and I said, you know, you can compile all of your stories. And I know, you know, you have a passion to help other women. What if you could touch, you know, 15 times more women than you could ever do on your own by collectively pulling those together and, and putting them in a book. And the truth is, Jeremy, I got a lot of blank stares of like, wait, what? I could never write a book. Who am I to write a book? That's only for people that are, you know, at the top of their careers, which by the way, they all are. Um, But I think a lot of people have a mixed perception of who should be writing a book. But the more we dug in, the more they realized, you know what? I think I do have something to say. What are some of those, you know, people erect objections in their own mind? Right. And that's one of them. Like, who am I to write a book? I'm not an authority, even though, you know, they are and they've been doing this for, you know, maybe a decade, maybe a couple decades. So one is in their own mind is who am I to write a book? And you just said, you know, they have a lot of knowledge to share. What are some of the other things do people bring up that you kind of you've just seen over and over again? So especially with these women, part of the exercise to help them figure out their story is really digging deeper. And many times, especially if you're in corporate, you think, well, if I were to write a book, it would just be about what I know, but it's really more about who you are. And so that objection was, well, nobody really cares about my backstory. Nobody cares really, you know, how I struggled to get where I am. And I challenged them and I said, I, I, I think they do. And I think that's how we, we learn from other people. And what's amazing, so that objection ended up becoming the aha, like, wow, all these, I don't have anything, I don't have to go out and create something, my story is my story, and it's my journey, and if I could help somebody, another woman who's trying to get to the level I'm at, you know, it would make it worthwhile. So that objection turned into an aha. They were thinking they would have to do all this research on the topic that they're going to talk about and not just talk about their, their individual story and where they came from and their journey. And that anybody would care. Anyone would care about anything about their own personal life versus just what they knew career-wise. And what's magical about all this is, you know, I've, I've talked to many of these women after and the stories of other women coming to them and saying, oh my gosh, I could so relate to what happened to you. You know, I could so relate to how you struggled through this. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being vulnerable. And, and the other part is the how, right? So once you get them past the objection, well, before we get to the how, so there's the objection of, who am I? And then, you know, how am I going to do this? What am I going to write about? Which you just talked about. Um, another one, I, I mean, playing devil's advocates, like these are busy women executives. They're like, I don't have time for this. I maybe have family responsibilities. I have business responsibilities. How do you address that? I'm laughing because in this particular case, so we set a goal, a date, because they had an industry, a very big industry event coming up about five months after this. And so we set a very aggressive goal and, and deadline date. And that was the biggest objection because keep in mind, these are literally, some of them are CEOs, of billion dollar companies, and they are crazy busy. So uh, to find the time was, was one of the biggest challenges. And also too, of like, I'm not a writer that comes up a lot. I'm not a good writer. And I tell people, no, you don't have to be a good writer to become an author. 
You do have to get clarity on your story and you do have to get it out of your head on the paper, but editors are there to make your story read well. <laughs> so the time-wise, how did you help them go get over that time objection? So our first thing is I flew to Chicago and we did an, a, a half day session where I literally helped them map out what their stories, what each of their individual stories could be about. And then we set um, and I gave them guidelines of like, how do, you, how do you get it out of your head? We came up with, you know, so we did mind mapping. We did all kinds of different exercises. And then we gave them a deadline of I need to have 3000 words by this date um, and I need your bio and all of that. And there are were a couple people that I worked with one-on-one -on -one because they did struggle. It's that blank page of like, where do I start? And with just a couple questions of like, you know, well, what would you say to a woman sitting in front of you right now? If she came to you and said, I want to be you, <laughs> I want to learn from you. I want you to be my mentor. What advice would you give her? And instantly people were like, oh, well, you know, this and that. And I tell them about, and so it, it, it that process became easier. I think um, now it doesn't mean people didn't second guess what they wrote. And I had many people think that what they wrote wasn't good enough, but what was amazing is, and they didn't see each other's stories until it was published, but after they were all published in one book and they read them, people were weeping because there was so much consistency between all the stories without even planning it. And uh, it was just much easier, I think, than they thought. Um, and that's what I tell people. It's not rocket science. If I can do this, you can do this. So once they have it, and we'll go through the how a little bit in a second, but once they have it, what do you rec recommend? How do they use it? And what do they do with it? Yes. And this group, I am so proud of them because they really know how to market and leverage this. So they immediately, we did launch it at this event, their big industry event. Um, they, uh, they got a speaking opportunity. All 15 of them came on the stage and shared a little piece of their story. Um, they sold the book. Actually, they gave the book away for everyone in attendance um, at this event. So immediately the buzz was there. I saw them leveraging social media like none other. Um, they, they really understood the value of putting content out there. And it has really taken off. Their sales, I, I will have to look at exact numbers, but their initial right out the gate book sales were higher than uh, I think any other author we've had at least in the last year or so because of their the push behind it. And, and I think too, because they did it together, it was, you're pushing a movement. You're not pushing a book, you know, right. You're, you're sharing this knowledge as a movement. And I, and I've seen it, people want to get on board with movements and that's what's happened here. Yeah. As you said, it seems like there's more, there's benefits and people just give it away too, because what are some of the other benefits? Cause you work with a lot of different types of clients. And so the benefits for their business, I mentioned, you know, speaking, um, more sales, what other benefits do people get from the book? So I always say your book is your business card. So it's the door opener and it opens opportunities to, to do so many things, but speaking, consulting, coaching are, are kind of a, an immediate because uh, any event planner wants an expert on their stage. People want to work with the expert. So people seem to seek out authors before anyone else. Even if you have more thought leadership than somebody who's written the book, you are considered the expert because you wrote the book. So those things just come naturally. But because of all of these women having their own business, like Leslie, for example, I, I can think of specifically owns a marketing business in that industry. And she's so good at what, what she does. But this just adds so much more credibility to everything else out there that is bringing in clients. It's bringing exposure to her as a person, which in turn brings exposure to the business because we want to work with people we like. And when you know someone's story, you, you tend to, 
you tend to connect with them. So I could see, Michelle, there is certain objections that people have. And then once they get over that, go, there's all these benefits, right, uh, for their business. Um, and then I'm sure the next question is, well, how does this work, right? Especially in a collaborative book. Mm -hmm. um, and I imagine an objection you get too is, is this going to cost an arm and a leg? So a right. collaborative book, it's spread across everyone, I imagine. Mm -hmm. It is. It's an so, extremely affordable way to become a published author because you get the same benefits as, as if you wrote a full book, but you're only one writing about 3000 words, which is equivalent to a chapter Two, you're paying for, you know, <laughs> a 15th of what it would have been. And you have the power of people to market it. So your sales channel is 15 times greater than it would be on your own. So there's just so much benefit to it. And, and the, these women have done an incredible job of doing that. You mentioned that some of them, you did some one-on-one -on -one work, some of them, you, you did some group work. So they said, great, you know, sign me up. Let's do this. I could see all the benefits of it. What do we do next? What's the process look like? So for that particular, you know, collaborative, they write their 3000 words and their bio, they send it to us and it goes through the standard publishing process. We have editing, a couple rounds of that we do. Once we have all of the editing complete, we begin the layout. So how it's designed in the interior and each author gets their own, you know, shout out page of bio, headshot, contact information. Um, and of course their chapter. The, the sponsors of the group. So Lauren Palmer and Leslie Vickery were the, the instrumental women in really creating this book and, and the theme. It's called Together We Rise. So they wrote the introduction together and how these women all came together and why they believe in women helping women, helping women to rise. And so that set the, the tone of the book. And then we went into each individual chapter. And it's just such a, uh, an uplifting for men and women, but especially for women to, to hear their stories and realize, wow, if they can do it, I can too. So you mentioned it, typically on the front end, you did like a workshop with all of them. And is that typical? How does that work? For a collaborative project, I like to do that because I, I find that, especially when you have people who had never even thought about writing a book, which I think was majority of these women, there was a few, actually there were, there was a, one author already in there, but most of them had never really thought of writing a book, maybe just one or two, that the first part is getting them over the mindset that they can write a book, that they can become an author, that they do have something to say. So a lot of that session was focused on, let's figure out well, what is your story? Let's get deep. Let's do some exercises. And then let me give you the, the, the process for going back now and, and writing. Um, so that was really what that session was. The coaching was really more, how can I help you? Let me read what you have. Let me give you some advice on how I would suggest you bring this story to life a little bit more. And then beyond that, it was our publishing team that really just handled all of the, the specifics to bring it to print. And it was amazing that we had it done in time, in the nick of time, I'll say, but it was so... Uh, very gratifying. I was able to be at the event that they launched the book and to see them all in their glory and everyone just, you know, so excited for each one of them to be authors was, was really powerful. Yeah. So it sounds like there's some, some coaching in the beginning, just so they can get the juices flowing. And then, and now they submit everything. Mm -hmm. um, it goes everywhere as far as uh, how does it work as, as far as printing goes, they want more copies in the future. Where does it where does yeah. it go? So we, so once we have everything we need, we send it to production. And so that means we prepare the files for prints. So we have our paperbacks and ordering those, shipping those all over the world. 
we do the book as a Kindle. So we get it on, you know, Amazon Kindle KDP. So for those who like to, you know, download their books that way, we also get it in other formats that they want to, you know, send the book to a PDF form and all that. Then we give them, they buy the books at the wholesale cost. They sell the books. They make all of the, the profit. And one thing I want to point out with this group that's so incredible is all of them decided collectively that the profits from this book are going to go to scholarships for women in their industry, the staffing industry, to attend some of these conferences that are, you know, very, um, you know, expensive. And so they're, they're putting that money to good use to, again, just continue that building of women. Um, and then what's exciting for them now is they are all 15 in the process of recording their audiobook. So we have an audiobook production company as part of our company that we work with, and we have remote audio producers that will uh, record them reading each one of their stories. Typically, it's one author, but we love the idea of doing it with each one reading their own story. And so once that complete is complete, we're going to launch the audiobook as well. I want to buy that. What's, what's the name of the book? So I It's can... called Together We Rise, and it's uh, by the Lady Leaders Book Club. And it is just so well done. And I, I can't say enough about these women. Last question, Michelle. Um, but before I ask it, um, you know, I just want to hear on the other end, what some of the stories after they publish it, or maybe something you observed at the conference when they um, released the book. But we should point people to check out performancepublishinggroup.com to learn more. They could check out more episodes of the podcast. So on the other side, um, they spent all this time work. I mean, you've shortcutted the time part, but you know, putting this all together, getting it out there, what sticks out in your mind of um, one of their stories after the fact or at the conference? Oh my goodness, there's so many, but Erica Heisen, I, I just adore. She's an incredible woman, very successful, worked for a CEO who ended up um, tragically dying of, 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 I believe it was cancer. And so her story was really all about the lessons she learned from him, you know, during his last six months on earth, he chose to work during that time and, and lead the company even up until the very end. And I'm not going to remember the exact quote, but there was a quote that he said, oh, I think it was something along the lines of, I don't have time to, to um, quit, or I don't have time to waste or something. I'm not getting it right. Apologies, uh, Erica, but that first of all, struck a chord with me. I have, I have thought about that story over and over and over. And I've since heard so many people come to her and say, I have made that my motto. You know, I don't have time to waste. I don't have time. And because when he was saying it, he was literal. I don't have time. I think it was, I don't have time for negativity. That's what it was. And it was just such a, a powerful, um, everyone just really related to that. And so that, that one really sticks out. And and I'm so excited because she's writing her own book as a result of doing this project. She is now, and many others are also. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, they're like, well, actually I do have a lot to say here. They read one chapter, like, wait a second. I have a lot more. Joni Biley has an amazing story that she's expanding on in a full book and Erica and, um, and Anna um, is they're all working on their own stories because I think what happens is first, many of us think, well, I don't have anything to say. And then once you write 3,000 words and you're limited, you realize, well, wait a minute, I have a lot more to say than 3,000 words. And when you begin to see the impact your story makes, that's when you realize, you know, well, maybe I should share more. And, and that's usually the result. And so that just carries over. So you will work with people and just, again, totally done for you full book as well. Yes, yes. And we're doing that for many of them right now. 
Michelle, thank you. I can see the impact and the legacy on people's business and their lives through the book. So people can check out performancepublishinggroup.com. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks so much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, the power of authority spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our websites, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com. And follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.